pirate ship? I was born on a pirate ship. That's not actually true. You were born in Iowa. I was born in Iowa. There's pirate ships in Iowa. That's not true at all. It's landlocked. The, what if I'm on yeah. the, the river? I'm on uh, the no, Mississippi River. No, that's not Nathan. how it works. <laughs> I, Fine. You, you were when born I was on a, a kid. I pretended I was a pirate. Factual. Okay. Just because you were running with scissors as a kid and now you got to wear an eye patch doesn't mean <laughs> you have to be a pirate. That doesn't make you a pirate. Factual. <laughs> Factually inaccurate from Tim Hamilton. Here we go. It's the Flounders B-Team podcast. I'm Steve Gettleson, and boy, do we feel a lot better than we did four weeks ago about where we are as a team. Tell you what, we're going to talk about the U.S. Open Cup match. Uh, against Portland. We're going to talk about the draw process for U.S. Open Cup as well as who we drew, uh, San Jose, for the next cup match. And uh, we're also going to talk about the next MLS matches coming up uh, this Saturday, NYCFC, and the following Wednesday, Orlando City for Pride Night at home. So stay tuned, buckle in, you're in for a wild ride. It's going to be a great show. You're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders BT. Here, hey everybody, this is uh, Steve. I'm with the Flounders B Team podcast. I'm sitting here at Starfire in the uh, pizza bar upstairs. Uh, before we go in, and we're taking a look at starting lineups, I'm here with Nate Bowling, Kevin Zamira, and the illustrious and beautiful Hope Teague. Anyway, we're talking starting lineups. Uh, we we're just reading on Live Sounders that the Timbers are starting five first teamers, and our lineup looks as follows. So, starting in goal, Tyler Miller. Well, that's I'm acceptable. Fine. That's I'm fine. fine. No, no, that's fine. Uh, along the back line, Kevin's favorite, Jordy DeLim. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rodriguez L. Sam, okay. Sam Rogers. Wow, Sam Rogers. Really? Sam Did you coach him like in six or something? No. Um, I got to take a look, but if he signed a four-day contract, I might, I might be mistaken because I'm still iffy on S2, but... I'm worried that might mess up his college eligibility. I thought I read that. Okay. So don't quote me on it, but that's surprising. Anyway. Don't quote me on it on the podcast. Yeah, Got it. yeah. Um, edit that out. Wow. I will definitely not edit that out. Okay. And then I don't know how we're pronouncing Nahu or Nohu or Nuhu. Nuhu. Tolo Nuhu. But now it's just Nuhu. Ray, sorry. Yep. He's defensive centerman. Okay, do you know him from coaching as well? No, just know him from S2. Okay. He's probably one of their better midfielders. Good to know. All right. Uh, Francisco Nor- Norbon or Narbon? Who? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then your boy Aaron Kovar's back. Yeah, yeah, baby. See, that's that's a bright spot. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Zach Mathers, leave it to Beaver. Yeah, baby. Wow. And then Irvin Para and Felix Chenkun. Who? Okay. Oh, wow. Out of so, on the bench? 
Uh, I don't have the bench yet. We don't have the 18. I will be really excited about knowing these players after today. Yeah. But right now I'm like, ugh. Okay, so let's take a look at the Timbers starting 11. All right. Okay, so we have... Jeff Atnella. Jeff Atnella. Who? Harold Hansen. Who? Renico Clark. Who? Lamar Batista. Who? Marco Farfan. Never heard of him. Omar Mohammed. Okay. Andre Lewis. Nope. <laughs> ben Zemanski is your captain. Karen? Uh, yeah, captain Victor what? Arboleda. Nope. Augustine Williams. Nope. Nobody cares. And Jeremy Ebovise. Nobody knows him. Okay, wait, we do have subs. Let's go back. He has no friends on Snapchat. Okay, so. Back to Sounders subs. subs. For Sounders. Sounders. Meredith? Brian Meredith? Hey, 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 all right. Well, uh, somebody's got to be in goal. Ben Meredith sighting. Nana? What? what? Nana, going to be able to do it? Nana. Hey, Sink him. Wingo's Damn back. near killed him. Okay, Wingo. Oh, I see what you did there. Wingo. Wingo! And then this is Fernandez. Is that Alvaro? Is this... I think it's, yeah, I think it's the Flacco sub. I thought he... Just in case they had the five. I thought Flacco was gone. Was that a scuttlebutt? No, there was a, uh, it's all, it wasn't a scuttlebutt. It was a, it was supposed to be a very reasonable transition, and it's, it's, it's on his terms because he's done some good stuff for us. Okay. And as soon as he gets a, gets a contract, he's out, I think, is the deal. And then rolled on. Okay. Yeah. Adekoya. Okay. okay. And uh, the pride of Houston, Texas, Will Bruin. All right. No, no. Wow. This is doable. Okay. Their subs. So. Kendall McIntosh. Don't know him. Don't care. No. Uh, Michael Amick. Don't know him. Don't care. Uh, Max Arnstill. I'd give him a wedgie if I saw him in person. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Bernito. Like Who? Uh, Terrell Love. Okay. Also Terrell Lowe. Yep. No, no. Um, we're okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't even care anymore. This is, no, yeah. this is going to be fine. We've got some uh, super subs. We've got some experience. We've got some a lot of S2 players that have played together, which is uh, what what we need. And we've got some leadership on the field. So I, I would say for subsequent rounds, make sure you're following the cup.us on Twitter. They're at US Open Cup. Okay. And they give results from all over the country. All right. Pro tips from a US Open Cup fan from way back. All right. Uh, you are listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Flounders B-Team podcast. It is the evening of June 15th, 2017, two days after the... Wait, was that... Yeah. Wait a don't do, don't do math on the air, minute. Sam. It's just not. It's not. It's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Two days after the U.S. Open Cup match against the Portland Timbers, uh, and that was a victory, two to one to the good. Two one to the good guys. Absolutely wonderful. We didn't get any fan audio except in the stands. We're gonna have a little bit on the break for you. <clears throat> um, had a little bit of an interview that we just played with uh, Nate Bowling, Kevin Zamira, and Hope Teague, as well as myself uh, at the. Uh, the Is it Mad yeah. City, Maddie, Mad Hat. Well, they changed the name. Mad. They actually yeah. changed the name the of it. Pizza place. Yeah, the, the pizza place. Yeah, the pizza place. Starfire, and uh, they serve their their pizza has actually improved since last year. Um, I had the small the bottle bomb. of champagne. Oh, you were bougie and got it was the champagne. Absolutely, the wee bottle. Don't judge me. I'm not judging. <laughs> I said the wee bottle. It was a wee nip of champagne. I don't, I don't like the look in your eyes right now. What is the look in my eyes? Describe the look in my eyes. So let's talk about the game. Let's go. What game? His game? What game? There was yes. no game. Nobody showed up for that. <laughs> so my favorite part of the match is eyes. <laughs> so my favorite part of the match was actually walking by the non-victor. And I got a little bit of audio of that, actually, now that you mentioned it. Okay, good. Walking by uh, the Timbers supporters as we're marching past. Sure. And they're saying... Sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. Because we want that. Don't explain their terrible jokes. After. It's fine. It's it fine. terrible. And so I'm saying five, five. We're on our way to five. Yeah. In, so that was exciting. Well, they were Hopefully on their way to the methadone clinic. They were on their way to the employment office. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Unemployment. Okay. So anyway, that wasn't very kind. Um, I tend to be a little more a little more Christian than that, and um, I apologize. But Portland is terrible, and they came down and they lost a match pretty badly. Actually, I think they were in in pretty rough form. You want to, who wants to talk about the first half? Well, just before even the, the match, the thing I think about is is we beat Timbers one in Seattle at CenturyLink, uh-huh. and we beat T two basically at Starfire. Mm-hmm. So with like S two with S two with S two with S two. They had it. They they notionally on paper had a stronger lineup than which we had. basically means what we've always known that they're hot garbage on every level and mm-hmm. caleb pours a fraud on that's toast. all yep on toast hot fraud on toast well, just, I, I i think it's indicative of the fact that like their mls open sorry their mls cup run uh was a series of coin tosses and luck if you think about like mm-hmm. think about like how they won that they won that on a flute goal to open the game against uh columbus they won with off the post twice against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I I believe in them less and less. Um, I believe in not Nagby. I believe in Adi, and mm-hmm. I believe in uh, not Chara, but God, who's the Argentinian? Diego, Diego, Valero, Valeri. 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 And then Valeri. the rest is just like a Valero. <laughs> the rest is exactly. just like an arrangement of corpses, Ooh. and they. I just I, I I did not misspeak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, actually, uh, they're they're missing Jack Jewsbury. I think um, didn't he retire? He, he yes, did, but okay. they're missing him. I mean, they're they, missing they, Borchers. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I think Borchers for beast. sure. Yeah. Well, so first half of the game, uh, they the game was officiated kind of officiated kind of oddly. Yeah. Uh, they were letting a lot starts. go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to argue that Williams should have been on a yellow in the first half and that 45 should have seen a red. Williams was pulling people down like crazy. Yeah. And then 45 head was. Is that hair? Harris or Hanson? Uh, he was. I was in the stadium, so I didn't. He was due with dreadlocks, and yeah, like yeah, he, Williams could have got a yellow for jersey pull for sure. For yeah. sure, tons of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Tons uh, of that stuff. So for, for the record, flopping and some stuff in his eyeball, apparently. For the record, oh, three that was of us Williams. were. I'm that was sorry. Hansen. 
three of us were at the match, and mm-hmm. uh, Kevin had some thoughts on his favorite sounder, uh, Jordy Delim. <laughs> how how Jordy do today? Jordy, Jordy's got some work to do to become a better soccer player. <laughs> is what I think. <laughs> jo- just, but here's the thing, and I, I use the word soccer player on purpose because physically, um, he can run, he can jump, he is yeah. fast, oh, yeah. he is strong, he can body up, and I, I would take him in a fight any day of the week, and I think you need a little bit of that out on the soccer field. I think what I said was, you know, on any team you need piano players and you need piano movers, and he's a piano mover. But when the guy has a, a clear open pass to Aaron Kovar about 15 yards away, and he just straight... He missed it by four yards, four or five yards, and it just went out of bounds. Like, that's terrible. That's not MLS quality. And you said it before, Nate. He's like our fourth or fifth choice sure. right back. Um, he's really got to do some work technically. But the the physical pieces are there. If he can concentrate on doing some technical work, then yeah, sure. Uh, I'm okay with him. But, oh, he's infuriating sometimes because he makes real simple things make real, or look really, really hard. Well, so the game was interesting because this, we scored really early yep. on just really terrible defense from, from them. Uh, like it was a was oh, slow yeah. motion. Yeah, it was a yep. cross, and then the ball went past like three, three defenders. defenders. Yeah. And Kovar jumps in front of the back post defender and, and Co- side foots it in. Yeah, and if Kovar's flashing on your far post and you're letting that happen, then like you yeah. deserve to lose games. Yeah, yeah, like it's almost he didn't even know Kovar was there. He just slipped in yeah. right behind him, didn't put an arm out, didn't try to stop him, just slides right in, side foots it, goal. Well, yeah. and so okay, good so finish, good finish. If Kovar's scoring near post goals, then like that's a good thing. But then we kind of got played for a long period of time. Absolutely. And you were you were very adamant in the stands, Kevin, about like their back line having size on us. Oh yeah. Uh, their whole team had size on us. Yeah. Well, but we were playing the kid. So yeah. What's his name again? Sam Rogers. Think, so right? I, I was watching Rogers play and I had some thoughts and then like after the game when like they did the you know salute to the supporters like I saw Rogers and Rogers is straight out of fifth period yeah like I, yeah. I no he literally graduated high school this week no no I, I, but <laughs> I know <laughs> signed a four day pro contract well, no Boy, I understand amongst, <laughs> no I understand he's a high school student mm-hmm. but like there are some high school kids that look more high school than others mm-hmm. he Y'all. looks eleven baby face yeah I was hard on him during the game. Really hard on him, and then when I saw him up close too, I was like, "Oh, he's a kid." Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. was, I was too hard on. Shapes him. Shapes once a week, sure. whether he needs to or not. That's right. <laughs> 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 a little milk on the chin, kitty yeah. cat licks it up. He's got a lot of really, really, really good qualities, but yeah, I think in the first half especially, um, he struggled in the air. Well, you were laughing at scouting reports because some of the scouting reports said like, you know, he's he's Marshall esque, and you were just like, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure it was Williams learned pretty quick. Williams was the forward for eighty. Yeah, he he. If he bumped Rogers early, yeah, no problem. Rogers, just to illustrate the point, went up for a ball midfield, going to head it. Williams bumps him early, and he ends up going to head the ball, and it hits off his ribs. Like that's how bad he got thrown off. Yeah. So the kid has some work to do. Overall, he his positioning's really good. On the ball, he's really good. But, yeah, in the air, I was like, he's not Chad Marshall-esque. Not even close. He needs to go hit the weight room. Well, and, and it was a classic Starfire match. Like, it was ugly soccer. It was, we can't string together three passes. They can't string together three passes. There were, well, it was, it was. There were times where we were stringing yeah, first together some was... really good passes, unless it was just, just lucky moves on the ball. Well, sure, but. But, but in... it, there were some, I mean, we were doing four or five in the midfield and keeping them off and, and, and. 
especially in the first 20 minutes of the match. I mean, we were dinging around like crazy, and that's how we were advancing, and that's how we were keeping that that possession. I'd estimate, just looking at it through all the flags and whatnot, that we probably had a solid 75% possession the first 20 minutes of the match. Is that accurate? Well, but how much it was in the final third, though, right? So, like, it was was a lot of, like, at midfield. It was midfield. It was a midfield, and we were pushing the ball forward. Well, I, I, for the record, I, I love a Starfire match because mm-hmm. I love the intensity mm-hmm. of first division soccer mm-hmm. in like a third division stadium. And it's a pretty narrow and short field. Yeah. So it's it, it's it, only it has 72 an wide feel to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Starfire yeah. itself, it, it's good location. I like what they've done with the whole complex. But that particular field, they have, I mean, they've got kids training on it like seven days a week and twice on Sundays. I mean, they, there's always somebody on that field. Yep. Well, for so the record. And it's a lacrosse field and it's uh mm-hmm. and it's a, uh, there's. You know, cut up tire all over the place on that thing. But not only that, it's dangerous. I've I watched just barely off camera. I watched this at home. I watched off camera. Um, a guy was going out and just trying to slow down. If you get to that cement, oh, Dellum got knocked into the yeah. yeah. Dellum got knocked. That was right in front of us. Gate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get knocked on the cement is slicker and. I thought for sure Dellum was going to come back and just two foot Williams for that. I would have liked to have seen it honestly. Mm -hmm. But so can I say that what what excited me about that match was though, was that I was imagining that crowd in our Tacoma stadium. Absolutely. And watching what I'm South Sound Kraken release the Kraken or Tacoma Tide FC play I'm release the Kraken. Right and now. I got very, very oh, yeah. excited. I got like, yeah. the, that's, 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 that's coming. And like the thing I will say is that like mm-hmm. Flounders B team will become the official podcast of South Sound Kraken. And, uh, you know, bringing that sponsorship money, fam. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm shilling for y'all. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Any mention that we can get on yeah. your famous podcast, oh, Mr. 2500. Titus Will Ford. So, other thoughts on the game? One player that kind of stood out to me as, as, uh, as a real potential first-teamer, you know, he's going to take a little bit of work, was um, uh, uh, Bada? Yeah, Pada. Yeah. Or Pada, sorry. Yes. Uh, up front here, number 34, I want to say. Was he playing left wing? Yeah, in the four two three one. Yep, okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, he had good movement. He had good positioning. He had good vision. He uh, kind of missed some coverage time to time. Sure, uh, lost his marks. Uh, I'm lo- yes, thank you. Um, lost his marks a little bit um, and uh, was a little flat footed on the counter from time to time. But uh, all in all, I think he's got a lot of energy. He reminded me very much, his movement reminded me very much of actually DeAndre Yedlin. Um, the way he, the way his body moves, the way he pushes forward, the way he kind of does that, um, that good box-to-box work, well, it, it felt good. He, looked, he also was, sorry, go, go ahead, Tim. So he just looked like a solid, he right? looked like a grown-up, like mm-hmm. a grown yeah. man that filled his shirt mm-hmm. and... He didn't look like he could be pushed off the ball pretty easily. That's what I was going to say is, is like he basically had good hold-up yep. play in midfield. Yes. Like, he would not get dispossessed of the ball, and he was mm-hmm. bodying defenders and, like, maintaining possession and making smart passes. And yeah. I, I, I liked a lot of what I saw from him. Absolutely. Well, he is he's 23 years old, and he's foot one. I oh, mean, he right. was one of the taller, older guys that we have on S2. Like it says 167, but I ain't buying that. He's, he's a big fella. He's a target midfielder playing out wide, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right. I thought he was Absolutely. bigger than that. So. I liked Para. The I liked other him. players I liked out there were I was calling them the Twin Towers, seventy-seven and eighty-eight. <laughs> uh, Francisco Narbonne. They're listing him at five-nine, which I think is very generous. Super generous. Yeah, and then also Ray Sari, who they're listing at five-six, which I think is accurate. Mm-hmm. I thought they were both exactly the same height, but I thought um, <laughs> my wife's five-nine. Even right? though we didn't have a ton of possession in the first half, I thought they 
um, made it real safe. I was never worried about any sort of penetration from timbers. I wasn't worried about any sort of attack. Easy, 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 easy. Stay with us here. So the other thing that occurred to me, the you were I think in the bathroom during the PK. Oh, I was down at the other end. Actually, I came out and I stopped and watched. I was down at the other end. It was kind of a hilarious sequence because basically there was a foul the ref ignored, and then. We scored and they committed a handball, mm-hmm. and then they called off the goal and then called the handball and gave us the PK. I think, uh, yeah, it, it's it's as you're looking at Starfire, it's on like the the ECS end, the good uh, end. He gets he gets fouled and then uh, there's no call. Everyone looks around, so he immediately. I mean, this is all kind of bang bang play, but he stands up and his first step swings his arm back. It didn't look like there was any intent, but he caught Harrison in the eye, and Harris made him. Hanson, Hanson made a meal out of it mm-hmm. and then is, you know, just sitting on the ground waiting for the call. Meanwhile, he just runs by him, plays a ball across the box. We get side foot yep. and ball gets brought down by an extended hand. Oh, he misses the follow up shot. So I'm glad we got the call. So the Timbers Twitter on that, um, I didn't see the eye poke. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah. Timbers Twitter. No, no, <laughs> I can't believe no. I'm going to call Mary Paulson and I'm going to cancel my membership. <laughs> yeah, I'm I not t- going to get I took over the helm tickets. that night. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I was up late. <laughs> <laughs> I tried my darndest to tag Doing all work. Of my posts so that you guys would know that it was, <laughs> it was like, that I am responsible. Yeah. For yes, you were you were the clever one. Greg no, and Gresham. I, Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> piloting this rocket ship directly into the ground. Timbo. Yeah, Tim Timbo is, uh, I'm really glad we were able to get you the credentials for the Flounder's <laughs> B team Twitter because you are definitely more active than I am. On that so post that's you great. just mentioned, like, I'm going to cancel my, my season tickets and Paulson's like, boo-hoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I'm all, and I chimed in like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to your place of business and tell you you're not wearing enough pieces of flair. <laughs> <laughs> so my money back. one thought about the game, uh, I forget the, his name, but the guy at Ford was 99. Uh, I was confused why they didn't start Atacoya, but I really liked the way that is it Chinkum? Yeah, yeah, Chinkum. I, I really liked the way that Chinkum got himself in dangerous positions. Now he didn't do much with it, mm-hmm. but like he he got himself in the right spots. Like Joe and, Jones, like when he gets wild and gets up the field, and then he just kind of looks well, like, but but, but yeah. outside for the first time. I, I, <laughs> the thing with Chinkum though is is like so you want your forward to be making the far post run, you want your forwards to be running the channels, and you want your forwards to be you know standing on the. Uh, on the center back shoulder and, and waiting to make that run. And he was doing all of that. And so some of the balls he didn't get to weren't necessarily the best pass balls, but like his instincts are there and can be cultivated. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's exciting for me. But then Adequa came in. My dude is fast. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, we probably talk about this too much. You remember the first time you ever saw Deandre Yedlin in Tumwater? Yeah. Holy shit. No, Adequa is fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as just, soon as he started running, I was like, oh, that's why he starts. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's why he's ahead of him. Well, and just, if, if we can get him out wide in space running at defenders, mm-hmm. they don't stand a chance. Yeah. Well, but I guess if he could finish, he wouldn't be playing for us, too. So that's kind right. of the trade-off, right? So yeah, that's the trade-off. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, both those guys do a lot of things right. But if they were finishers, all the rest of that stuff doesn't matter. For sure. Like, like I thought Chinkum's link-up play left something to be desired. I like the spots he got into. Um, but... Yeah, guy needs guy needs an end product. Mm-hmm. He's got to get his crosses off. He's got to get his shots off. He's got to finish. 
He's got to do those sorts of things. And I think if he does, then sure. I asked this last time I was on the air, cause, and I should have researched it, but I didn't. Uh, Olix Anderson is still not connected with the team, but training with the team, recovering from an injury. Am I, am I lying about this? I always do this. <laughs> no it sounds idea. about right. No, it sounds about right. I, yeah, it's, no. As far idea. as I remember, we we released him because uh, I don't know if his contract was over, but he had that knee injury. Yeah. So is he is he doing a Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Is he just training? I just no working idea. out. We'll just wait to see if Sounder Hart puts up a, uh, a just... high def video of him in slow mo <laughs> <laughs> running in the sand and you know doing something inspirational. But the Levy end films. <laughs> the end result of the game is two one to the good, and. Uh, I I will celebrate anytime we beat Portland. Absolutely. Hell um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the uh, goal against from a set piece? No. That, yeah. That seemed to bounce I, I think around a little bit valid. more than it should have. It seemed right, though. I mean, right yeah. when they were lining up for the corner kick, I was like, oh, shit. Yep, they're no, big and they're yep, better than us too, in the air. Yep. And it looked like they had three, four matchups, all with a height advantage. And they had more people behind the behind the ball. So Right? Yeah. And, and to be honest, I mean... They had the better of the play for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. They had been dangerous. And then I thought they were dangerous again right after they scored. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the f- oh, yeah. They had a couple good, good yeah. crosses against the mouth of the goal. The flip side of that goal run. is, though, that they're basically only dangerous on set pieces. Mm-hmm. And so they were. I thought it was uh, Jamesco. What was his name? He was a center Zemanski. Field. Zemanski. Yeah. Thank oh, yeah. you. Served a great ball for he, sure. Yeah, they're their best chance of scoring was if we fouled them and he served a ball into their forwards and their back line. Like that was it. So as long as we didn't foul in the back third and just stood them up, we were fine. Now, was that a short field or was Tyler Miller just bombing? (laughs) If he can do that, why don't we just all line up on the 18 and then just, I think it's a one ten by 72. It's pretty short. I don't, I don't think it's one ten is it's okay. It may be right. But yeah, I think last year they're, uh, uh, I don't remember what happened to the keeper. That one we had last year seemed yeah. to bang the ball pretty far. Yeah, there, I don't know if CenturyLink's bigger than that. There were multiple goal kicks that went from Tyler Miller to the other keeper. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, there you but go. That's a youth soccer field, like you said. They don't get much yeah. bigger than one ten by seventy two. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I, that's what I'm estimating it. So we advanced. We did advance, and our next match is against. Uh, we found out this morning, San Jose Earthquakes, San Jose. And so San I looked Jose. it up. I looked it up before we started recording, and I don't see online. I really hope the game's at Kizar Stadium. I really do, but I doubt that it is. I hope it's at Avaya, just so that you can literally walk from your flight to the game. Yeah. I looked I looked at Southwest, and you can, about 350 and some change, you can fly out after work on the Thursday, get to the match at... Wait, you know, is it Thursday or is it Tuesday? The 28th. Whatever day that is, I think it's Thursday. On match day, continue. You can, well, but you can land a couple minutes to 7... Walk. I'm trying to work this out, okay? Walk, walk out. <laughs> walk, work your phone. Yeah. Work no, if you've been to so, Avaya, it's super close to the airport. Yeah. It's totally mm-hmm. true. Like, we were, we went to the game when yeah. Torres blew his knee out. And uh, you, know, you, you don't Sad remind day. me. Don't remind me. And we Sad just day. watching planes land. I was like, okay, yeah, it's really that close. Although, we usually fly into San Francisco because San Jose is a terrible, terrible city to be in. Why are you talking about Kizar? What's, so, explain that one In the me. past, they've played Open Cup games at Kizar Stadium, which is in San Francisco. Uh, and... Basically, it's Lincoln Bowl. Okay, like, okay. Yeah, no, no. It's it's. Wait. Oh God. So okay. Let's go back really fast. Mm-hmm. Sounders lore. The bad lit keys are. Uh, Sounders versus San Jose in the Open Cup. 2012. I want to say 12's right, 
the stream basically died. Mm -hmm. So then Sonar Riley streamed the game yes. on on. I remember what, watching that on a Legend yeah. was Born. No, but what was the the like, what was the crappy service he was using? Oh, uh, it, it wasn't like Periscope. No, hell no, it, it wasn't was pre Periscope. Periscope. Yeah, not yeah. Pre Periscope. Yeah, not back then. It wasn't even no uh, Facebook Live. Anyway, he, he streamed the thing, and so that's when I that's when I, I met and fell in love with Sonar Riley. Mm -hmm. uh, and didn't Eddie Johnson basically start a fist fight afterwards? Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was a madhouse. They were baiting him into into kicking out, and eventually they got they got to him. And so I, what they got to Eddie Johnson? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love Eddie solid. Johnson. He and so I, I would love uh, another rendition of the Battle of Kizar, uh, but if it has to be Devaya, <laughs> then so be it. We, we just got called the Shade Cast. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably turn the lights down low. That's right. I need a dimmer. So, Stephen, before we started recording, you had a hot take on uh, the Open Cup bracket. Do you want to um, rant? Okay. No, Come I, on. Did, I didn't have a don't hot shy take. I knew now. that there were some hot takes, but basically talking about how uh, how how the regional mix lasts way too long yeah. in this thing and the MLS uh, teams the MLS teams have a, a very strong advantage in uh, progressing in the US Open Cup matches so when we get to round 4 and round 5 it's virtually 100% US Open Cup uh, I'm sorry 100% MLS teams except yeah. for maybe you know one will sneak through except whoever beats quarters, RSL right exactly <laughs> except for <laughs> More like R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> so if you give me control of the Open Cup, some things right. that I do is is that I start, uh, I keep the regional grouping through the round of 32. Uh -huh. Yeah, you have to. And at the round of 32, the lower division seed hosts every game. Uh -huh. So you can bring upper division teams in, uh -huh. sell some seats, whatever, yeah, da da da. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I junk it immediately afterwards. And I, U.S. soccer is not short of money, mm -hmm. and we spend that effing money to get oh, these, yeah. to get these like low division teams. Yeah, and and just do and an authentic gonna, draw. Well, and the thing is, you're going to get better exposure for sure. those teams. You're going to get better exposure for uh uh for the. You're going to get USL sales up. You're gonna you're going to do all kinds of really cool stuff. I'd like to see. Um, Tim's making eyes at me here, but mm -hmm. I'd like to see something that looks like a like a World Cup hex, but not a hacks not that many games so you get a little bit of a, a like, like group a play? three like, like a home play wait, like three team group away? play at oh, the okay, beginning right. and then a shorter tournament so I, that the rhinos can do a thing that yeah. the that the Des Moines Menace can do a thing that the Tampa Tampa Bay Rowdies can make a deep run you could go with the FA right? Cup does where like you have a team host and then if they don't win then you get a replay on the second round but just regardless i i think you're yeah. you're right that the regional thing lasts too long mm -hmm. so like basically we won portland lost which means our choices were who lost portland lost um, rsl lost cuz they're both horrible garbage um, and so we could have played either um, sacramento yep or la or san jose mm -hmm. And those are our only options, mm -hmm. and that's, that's that's preposterous this late in the tournament. Tama. Oh no, I I was just saying, either home and away, or bring back the option where the big clubs can uh, buy the home game if the little clubs want to, you know, cash in. Yeah. But at the same time, what you know, you've got a bunch of you know college kids. It, I know you want to go take the big club to the little stadium but what about the bright lights in the big city for the the experience for these younger kids mm -hmm. to get into you know CenturyLink or providence or or you know playing a real tournament now most of these guys granted they're probably playing in big games in college but i guess my argument is, is that if you take the seattle sounders across puget sound and they play against the, the kitsap pumas 
uh, the Pumas have their biggest uh, sales uh, season. Sorry, sorry, sales night of the season, and it can pay for operations for a long while for them. Absolutely, right? sure, sure. No, and it so, makes like, soccer better. Yeah, uh, DC United played against like a public team, basically, <laughs> and the oh, public yeah. team scored for scored first. Uh, ended up losing the game, but like. I, that's that's the magic of the tournament. The magic of the tournament is again watching Portland get beat by Cal FC. Uh-huh. Well, Cristos magical. I, I was I've been listening and reading on these guys. They they're a bunch of uh, uh, like Maryland college players. Not from Maryland itself, but there's another college in the in the state that a lot of them are coming from. And they they pretty much all have other gigs. They they their practice is other tournaments, and uh, they sponsored by a liquor store way back when and so they've just <laughs> kept you know kept the name yep. but it was great that they're the the cinderella until you know the, and you watch the replay uh they scored first on a set piece and you know crowd went nuts they no. had a good time yeah uh then reality came crashing down by four goals but for a while that was awesome yep so yeah looking uh what else you want to talk about all the results uh, who got beat <laughs> who's left um, who, who who got shocked and do we, stumped? Do who, I mean, are there that many people that are going to be really interested in what happened in the fourth round of U.S. Open Cup? I will say this. Columbus got beat by oh, Cincinnati. Oh, 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 oh. With their starters. And in every possible way, Cincinnati's a more interesting sports team yep. than Columbus is. They draw more fans. Um, and I, I just, like, I, I, I love what's happening there. It, it, it actually reminds me of, like, the way this, the Sounders kind of ran rampant in the Open Cup before Open we were Cup. in the MLS in the same way. And so, like, I, I, if you're so, not only did Columbus lose to a lower division team, I believe at home. Yep. Uh, was it at home or is it, it? It doesn't matter. I think not, it was at Cincinnati. No, it's yeah. at Cincinnati. Okay, yeah, because yeah, so, they sold out. And not only did Columbus lose to a lower division team, but then their fans tried to fight their coach. <laughs> like, oh, no. there was Siggy out chance, but like nobody tried to fight Siggy. And like, I, I just like, fam, like you gotta, you gotta figure your life out. If you're fighting your MLS coach, then like you, you know, you gotta just, like evaluate priorities. What are, are you pro fighting coaches? No, 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 okay. no. I'm absolutely not pro fighting coaches unless they deserve it. Um, but <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm just thinking back to Rara? I'm thinking back to 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 kind of we had some analysis before this match about whether Caleb Porter was trying to fake us out and you know kind of r- ridiculousness around that like the, he's not the that mind smart. game right. Well, there's that mm-hmm. and 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 he's you know um, somebody on the on the pod was saying that. You know, he is a really good soccer manager. He's a really good leader. He Disagree. talks to his people somewhat properly. Uh, you know, I tend to disagree with that, as I shared in prior casts. But who the hell said that? Is that me? I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. I don't uh, think it was me. I, you know, Somebody it was... who was very knob creaking to the evening. Caleb like, <laughs> Porter. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. Technical difficulties. What's going on? I don't know. This is where I start slapping things around. Nobody move. Nobody. It's the, Steve, fir- it's the first nobody move. Steven, it sounds good in my ear. Yeah, everything sounds fine to me. Okay, it must have just been my uh, my cod piece. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey now. <laughs> but, by the way, spousal eye roll for the win. Holy shit! She I love getting side eye right from my time. wife. I do. <laughs> like that's one of the great joys of my life is getting side eye from Sarah Kettleson. She's my favorite person. Oh, the tone drop there was a little creepy. Oh, All right, let's let's oh. pivot out of our this open cup victory. Do we want to crap about San Jose or talk about NYCFC? NYCFC. That's the next game. Well, let's talk about San Jose what? briefly, and then we'll take a break. They're okay. crap. Done. Okay, fair enough. We'll, we'll break. Uh, Wondolowski should have scored against Belgium. <laughs> the the rich man's Wondolowski or the poor man's Clint Dempsey? <laughs> poor man's Clint Dempsey. <laughs> 
it's uh, they're a team who I, I I hate how much they beat us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate the style of football they play. But I yeah. their stadium has that gimmicky long ass bar. I'm not really a fan of. Like I, their supporters are doofuses who need to put on shirts. They're, no, they're they're they had that that uh, the, oh that's the ultras right. for a few trouble. years where they got in well, deep they, shit. For they do still over. have the ultras. And, well, but they're they're like neutered. Right no, but now. no, you saw the wine thing, right? Like they were they were mad yeah. because they played away, and then the team didn't celebrate with them. But then they're mad their team went out and celebrate. Like, I just it, it made no sense to me. I it, I couldn't figure it out. They're let, mad because the team didn't celebrate with them. Let's start at the top of the list. Their one, team one, one. Most of them need a shirt on. Jackets on. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please take your waitress and bartender. I'll do another show in an hour. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Wait. At this moment, Hugo crashes the car laughing. Uh, no. I, I, okay. So there's a thing about like dudes in the Northwest and it hits 59 degrees and they're shirtless. Uh, but that's taken root in San Jose, and it's gross. Like you're not Eastern European soccer hooligans. Like you're either programmers or worse. Like put a shirt on, please. Mm-hmm. You said programmers. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> oh, it's a, uh, it's a thing. Oh yeah, man, it's either a fedora or you're shirtless. That. One or the other. That's basically uh, it. Well, so as far as teams in the Western Conference, who like, so I hate LA because they beat us. I hate Portland because they're Portland, and I hate San Jose because like. They just they stink and I don't like them. They do give us trouble though. That's what bugs me about them. <sighs> Absolutely. There's only like one player on their entire roster I would ever want, and it's not one Lewandowski. The center Court back. Cato. Oh, Bernardes. Yes. Can you imagine a Bernardes Marshall or Bernardes Torres backline? Like, oh, come on. God. There's there's <laughs> your start worthy third center back. <laughs> I've been talking about. You're gonna buy Bernardes from our competition? They're going for that. I don't know. Yeah. What else do they have going? They're gonna make the playoffs. <sighs> I, I haven't seen the standings. Are, are they really going to be in the they, I think they've fallen out of the top six for sure. All right. Ba- based on that last ultras letter. So, okay. Don't look pretty. San Jose away, covered. Okay. So, I do want to yeah. bounce back one more time to how important is U.S. Open Cup to MLS coaches? And Meh. how does that outsized, how does that? Well, lack of focus. Ziggy a couple extra years. Yeah, it depends well, on the round. It, well, I guess it does depend on. Yeah, that's Arson a good last round didn't. Yeah, you know, like Arson it was totally like, hey, if we can go out and win let, with S two players, sure, but cool. Can that's I say great. that's the wrong question? Though? But open cup isn't yeah. a priority for front offices. I, I don't care how important it is to mm-hmm. them. It's important to me. Yeah, it's, it's important trophies. to me too. Because like, did you not pose for a photo in front of the four trophies on the way? Of course the I did. Right, and so that's the thing it's to me. Trophies, is, yeah, it's it's trophies, and I. I want all the Every trophies. Fans want hardware. trophies. Fans want trophies, and sometimes the front office priorities don't align with that. And, and, and that's my point. Again, in, in a previous show, like, or maybe it was with with uh, with we had with, an interview, yeah, with Jeremiah. We, we we talked about, or I talked about how twenty years from now we're going to look back on this period of MLS the way we look back on the ABA, mm-hmm. like the 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 joy of watching Open Cup, where you're not actually watching it, you're seeing results via Twitter. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love sitting down, opening my open cup list, oh. and like having to go in and tweet deck and be like, "Oh, Rochester Rhinos!" Right? Like that is that <laughs> is a ton of fun. That is the magic of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And so, like for me, the I want to be make it better as if we were betting on it. Oh, oh my god! Oh wow! Sorry, I went have to rearrange our Reno. <laughs> Reno. Mm-hmm. So I anyway, that's the magic of the tournament, and I want to be in this tournament as long as possible every mm-hmm. season. There, there's the folks who were like, you know, being in the Open Cup makes it harder to be, you know, an MLS, you know, cup competition or harder in Supporters Shield competition. But like, I'm greedy. I want the treble, and so like, I want and it, I understand it's impractical, but like, I'm impractical. I don't care. 
By the way, we're sitting here talking about how crap San Jose is. Are they above us in the table? They have the exact same record we do. <laughs> well, for, <laughs> exact same goal differential. <laughs> but, we were, but we were garbage earlier, up, so on the we're down. on the yeah. way up. I mean, yeah. yeah. In fact, they're on the way down. They're sitting with us going, we're in the same place the Sounders are, right? And yeah. we're going, yeah. Yeah. Lowered but, expectations. I love it. You remember how Portland started, and we thought, shh, we were talking all kinds of stuff that Portland was great, Portland was great. Well, then they dropped like the last seven mm-hmm. games, and... How mm-hmm. we thought that Minnesota was crap because they started so crappy. No, no, no. Minnesota crazy. was crap. Well, they still are. Since they've pulled themselves. Are yeah, they, they're not they horrendous. They're not in the basement. Not, yeah. Are they on E? Portland's second in the conference at 24 points. We're sixth at 19 with same games played. I, I fundamentally believe that we have a better outlook going forward as long yes. as the back line is healthy. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. We that's why we're three sp- midfielders in the mail. Speaking of the back line being healthy... You know Roman Torres' goal in Panama. Holy crap. Was, I saw that. Do, do, can you please make he, sure there's a video of that in the show notes? Let's pause. I was glad he didn't pull a I hammy make, when he hit that, that in. He hit that ball, and that crowd yeah. went bananas. Good for him. Good let's, for let's him. Let's pause right now so that we can insert the audio. Okay, that moment of silence was it. <laughs> <laughs> what audio? Uh, from, the, from the Torres goal. Oh, I was just going to. Provide a, a link to the video. On the do, show both. Oh. do both. Do yep. both. Right. Honestly, just listen like, to the Panama it's fans. Yeah, coach, awesome. no, no, did you see it? No, Steven. Oh, I didn't see. It. I have no chance. That whole stadium it, goes you know nuts. Pause the whole awesome. show. Well, Pause the whole show. Let's just watch it right now. Yeah. I'm, gonna pull it, I'm gonna pull it up right now. I'm dead yeah, serious. Right awesome. on, man. Hey, we'll be right back with the Flounders B Team podcast. just a little bit better every week. Uh, we're 11 episodes in. We're really proud of what we're doing. Uh, if you want to tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, uh, again, just shout out on Twitter at FloundersBT, and we will take everything into consideration. Thank you so much Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Flounders B-Team podcast. We decided to pull that up, and we're just going to go ahead and provide commentary in line. Nate, why don't you set it up for us? So I believe it's pretty deep in stoppage time, like the 93rd minute, and it's 2-1 to one Honduras away at Panama. And Torres has got playing God knows why at forward, and he absolutely slots home a goal, and that crowd goes bananas. Do you hear that? Tim pointed out the tin can against the... (laughs) (laughs) And the stands are just so full. They got like three tiers. They're going bananas. This immediately made me want to get... Yeah, away to Panama. Oh, I was weightlifting refrigerators when I saw this. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I thought I saw... Bench pressing. It's awesome. I thought I saw an ad for for a, a World Cup qualifier at CenturyLink with... 
um, with Mexico and Panama. It's not Is a qualifier. It's it's a friendly. It's, it's Mexico friendly. and Paraguay. Oh, Paraguay. Yep. 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 I saw that on the freeway. Which means you might see Nelson Valdez, but no. Nelson Ooh, Valdez. Wow. Where is Nelson Valdez? Playing in Paraguay. He's okay. not back with his old team, but he's back with a team in that league for sure. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of where are players going, can we talk about Flacco? That's, well, that's yeah, we got to talk about Flacco and then who's sure. going who's gonna to replace Flacco. Wanted to save it for the pod. You read the article. We're potting it right yeah, now. Yeah, so uh, Sounder at Heart posted an interview or some um, quotes from Flacco. What's, and he said that, that two months ago, he spoke to Loggerway and the conversation was not positive. So they all knew that, okay, my time here is done. Um, his contract runs through the 31st, he said. which Of was, July? Yeah, which was curious. We'll so I didn't, I didn't know if that was uh, if he made a mistake there or not. Because then he said he left a few, he's going to leave a few days early. So I, maybe he might have misspoke. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, um, but I just thought that was interesting. He just started against Houston. But I mean, he's, he's sta- been starting. He started against Houston because we depleted. Right, like, but if you know somebody's not going to be there for a while, why? I mean, here's the question: Are you sad to see him go? A little bit. Like I've said before, when you're up late in a game and you need somebody to come in and help lock down something, Aaron Kovar. Aaron Kovar is not going to help you lock anything down. Neither Flacco. I think Flacco could still give you some valuable minutes, but late in games when you're ahead, he's smart. He doesn't make mistakes. I think he could come in for a Kovar where you're like, wait, we need to defend for a little bit. So I'll say this. Uh, I've spent the entire season going, I wish we'd have kept even shift instead of Flacco. Oh, yeah. And now I'm spending time going, I'm glad that Kovar and Wingo were getting those minutes instead of Flacco. That's fine. I guess. I don't know who your defensive guy is in that midfield. I mean, ship. But he's hurt. No, no, no. Harrison Ship and defense do not belong in the same sentence. Well, he's so. been playing in that in the defensive center midfield role a couple times. But that's when Roll Dan has moved out to right back. Not in games that we've won. Uh, uh, fair enough. Yeah. But so who's your who's your defensive midfielder that you know is going to get back and cover? Sensen. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in the in the line of three. So okay. in a four-two-three-one, which they play throughout the whole S one S two. Club Academy too, I think. Who's your guy in that line of three that's going to get back and cover so that your midfield two don't have to always slide out and cover and leave gaps in the middle? I don't have an answer for that. It's totally fair. And so Flacco's your guy. We're laid in. Like, okay, maybe he can pinch in a little bit, and you go to a four three two one kind of little Christmas tree lineup. But, but I, I, I guess here's the thing: is is like if if Flacco's best use case is that he's a good defensive sub when we're up, then like. Get out of here. I, my only thought is that means we're bringing in other people. Well, it has yes. to be, right? Well, yes, and, right. and, and, and God bless so, it. Let's go. Yeah. Quick question, right? What are Flacco's prospects, and what is he, doesn't he know. doing talking out of school? He's going, to, you're, he's going back to Uruguay. No, he Those doesn't know where he's his, playing. That's not, I mean, but that's not a, that's not a bright move. What do you mean he's talking out of school? So if he's, he's going to the press and talking about all of these you know, issues and conversations. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. He, he wasn't saying yeah. it was bad. He, oh, he said okay. he's leaving on really positive terms. Yeah. He said, oh, okay, okay, he okay. said the conversation can go positive or negative, meaning I can stay or I can go. Yeah, and it I wasn't see. positive. No, there Sorry. was all sorts yeah, of. Yeah, it wasn't clear uh, on the way out. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. he he couldn't have been he couldn't have been better about the whole thing. Like, okay, he, he was he loves Seattle. It's his favorite team. Well, he was, feels like yeah. it's home away from home. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got nothing but love. Sorry, I was, I I didn't was mean hearing to speak that. Though. I was hearing that uh, Logger Loggerway was saying it wasn't a positive interaction. No, no, no he just yeah, said okay. it wasn't positive, and that oh, I'm not goodness. staying. Thank goodness. Yeah. No, okay. there are, there are quotes, and Flacco is is very. Oh yeah. Uh, dare I say deferential? He was. And, yes. You know. So here's the thing: is Flacco is going to do what Nelson Valdez did: is go back and play in the league in South America, and we're going to hopefully find somebody better to play for him. Yeah, they they got to have somebody coming in. Yeah, have to. What are our prospects for uh, filling somebody in that slot? Wingo's healthy because Wingo okay. played in the Open Cup. But, I mean, acquisitions. Oh, oh. sky's the limit, man. Yeah. So, for instance. What was he getting paid? In the 200000 range. Yeah. Okay. Chicharito? So, who was talking Jesus, Chicharito today? You went from zero to Chicharito? <laughs> wow. There's some well, stocks no, in that between, came up to, yeah. well, I know, but that came, that came up today that, that LA's not looking at, at, at him why, anymore. Stephen, why not Neymar? Well, well <laughs> I, 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 I'm okay with him as a, as a player. I don't think he is. I think he's more name than skill, and I'm gonna hurt, get hurt for that. But I'm all right with Chicharito. Just put butts in the seats. Can I just say that Javier Hernandez, under no circumstances, is moving to Seattle, Washington. <laughs> just, 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 just for the record, it's South Park coastline. Stop it. So it's just okay. f- for the record, if you're Javier so Hernandez, like realistic yeah. option, the most right. popular player in Mexico, mm-hmm. there's no way you're coming to Seattle, Washington. All right. Yeah, I think the biggest mm-hmm. name we could hope to get would no, be Wayne right. Rooney. Shut up. It's, I know you don't like him because you're Liverpool. I don't like I don't, your face either, I don't hold either, it by against the way. you. Because he's united, but, by the way. Don't but, slander our team with that crap. <laughs> We'd get a, I mean, we'd get a goal scorer. He would score goals in the MLS. Just no. You know he would. You know he would. No. I know you don't want to admit it, but we're not doing this. We're not. We're not. We're not going to. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to Argentina second division, and we're going to go to. Oh, I hope we do. No, I hope we do. I do. Wayne Rooney. That's where uh, garbage. We're knocking Wayne Rooney. I know. I just like bringing it up to piss you off. Wait. So wait. Wait. Henderson's. He's on the move right now. Well, no. He he had posted some photos from Argentina. Yeah. You know where in the world is. Henderson. By the way, if you're wondering right now, uh, wife of Podfish, Sarah Kettleson, just came out with a rack of cookies, and so the entire podcast has stopped That's why I uh-huh. to quiet. shove calories in their faces. Um, I'm too far away. So, How many points are these? Nobody cares. Yep. <laughs> can we talk NYCFC? We can talk NYCFC. So we're playing them. It's coming up on Saturday. At 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, which I'm super excited about. Breakfast. They just played Play their America's. starters in the U.S. Open Cup game, <sighs> yeah. right? Stupid time Against Red Bulls. Is that so, 10 o'clock? Oh, no, that's 10 o'clock local here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not getting up at 7 in the morning to watch that, but I am. <laughs> I mean, it could be at 4 in the morning and I'd be up. So Yeah, starting lineup, um, Villa, McNamara, Morales, Harrison. Wait, they played in the Open Cup? Yeah, they played New York, Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Mike DeLopez, Ring. Yeah, they went. Wait, Red they Bulls. Javid Villa played in the Open Cup? Yeah. Yep. Red Bulls and NYCFC Ooh, went balls wow. to the wall. All right, the all right. I'll shut up. Yep. That was a grudge match, New York yeah. versus New York, so. We had a grudge match, though. Yeah, yeah but, but we didn't start anybody. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, Clinton Bartholomew Dempsey was nowhere to be seen. Nope. Jomo was there in the sands. Oh, Stevens. I hate Dempsey face. I saw it. Well, I've seen it. I thought we had an internal conversation talking about Nathan Bowling maybe maybe being off. Oh, there's no maybe. Dempsey Island. There's no maybe. Oh, man. That's right. Dang it. Yeah. I'm oh, off. yeah. I recall. Yeah. Mm. I'm. So I, I sat down um, over several cervezas and wings with my friend Shannon Matthews. Shannon's a coach at Seattle United, mm-hmm. knows the game very well. Hell of a keeper. And we basically, yeah, that's right, former indoor keeper mm-hmm. for uh, FC, Ice Pack FC. I Rest scored against him. It was an own goal. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's one of my favorite stories ever. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to really? be honest. Come off. Come off. Come off. No, one more minute. <laughs> Ongo. Ongo. Mm. Fucking told him to come off. <laughs> <laughs> so Shannon and I sat down, like, honestly, for like an hour and a half um, over wings at the Flying Boots. And, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm he he got me off Dempsey Island. I so the, so for the record, there's a Flounders B team like Twitter DM conversation that goes back thousands of messages at this point. Yeah, apparently, um, and Kevin has posed the question like, "What's wrong with Nico?" And like Shannon made the case that what's wrong with Nico is is that Nico feels compelled to put the offense through Clint, and Clint and Nico's interplay is nowhere near where Clint Nova's interplay is. And if you look at like what Nico did last season, uh, the the variable in the equation is Clint. Equation is Clint. Yeah. Or the lack of variable in Fair the equation enough. is Clint, right? Um, the, and, the lack and, of flexibility altogether. And I've been a Clint Nissy defender because, like, I, I like a dick, right? Like, I, to, I've joked, and you've joked too, about Clint being That's the a drop. giggity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. I that's that's a ringtone right there. As somebody with an abrasive personality, I enjoy an abrasive personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've a judged heel. by I've enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed. You do. You need to have an asshole. As Tim out would on the say, field. Clint being basically yeah, the white Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. right? And oh wow, but really? He, it, think about it. Yep. Just hey, audience. Clint Dempsey is the white Kobe Bryant in every mm-hmm. possible way, including Kobe's last couple of years. A when great Kobe, player who's never the best player. When Kobe was over the hill, mm-hmm. but still demanded the offense go through him. Mm-hmm. I own multiple Clint Dempsey shirts, but like I'm, I'm off Dempsey Island. So we need to win the cup and retire him kicking and screaming? Well, I, I would say this. If he retired from international play... I think that would help his club game. I think he's being retired from international. I, I think he just needs. Well, Bruce needs to put him into the Gold Cup roster just to play. You know the the small islands that uh, that give your Clint minutes to Jomo. Just because Jomo didn't get his goals, yeah, he didn't and get and minutes to Mexico either. That was yeah. very sad. Yeah, but Clint played seventy minutes, sixty-five minutes against Trinidad and Tobago. Got subbed off. Wasn't happy about it. Didn't see the field against Mexico. Yep, he's being retired. He's getting. Push. I think we'll have I think Arena's moving him out just so he can get the the goal record. You yeah, know, he needs what Probably. one to tie, two to win. Yep, sounds right. So the flip so side of this that is against the Grenadines or it, something. The flip side of this is though is that uh, Dempsey's signed through the end of the season, and like you can't not. So we have to figure out a way to accommodate him. We have to figure out a way to utilize him best because he's also still a dangerous goal scorer. Like it, it wasn't that long ago. Did he not score a hat trick in for the Nats? Like. A month ago, two months ago, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the balance: is is if him and Nico can figure out a way to coexist, then like we can do some really great things. Mm-hmm. But they haven't, and we ain't right now. But it's still early, right? Yeah. So it's early in our settling time. Yeah. So you know, we're almost uh, halfway through the season. Yeah. Well, but it's early in our settling time, right? Okay. So there's there's always there's an inflection point, right? And we're on a run. We've got a series of wins under our belt. We've got some confidence builders, and finally, we're starting to maybe see a little bit of stability in the back line. We're seeing a, a, a potential for a little bit of stability up front, and our 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 midfield seems to be pretty stable throughout the season. So if we can keep that going, maybe, maybe there'll be some confidence, some creativity, some change in that as that progresses. And and I think, like like Nate was saying, I think that's our hope. If we can find well, a way for those guys to work together. Well, I've said it before. 
Clint's not going to change. You just said it. Clint's not going to change. Nico's nope. just got to figure it out. Yeah. You think so? You think yeah, it's well, that, on him to do it? I think that's the only way. I think I think that's the way it has to be. Clint's not going to change. He is what he is. I mean, and that's fine. That's great. Like you said, he's the he's the Kobe Bryant out there. He well, ain't going to change. In particular, but Nico's just got to figure out how to play with him and play through him. In particular, and still be effective. Clint's strengths are his footwork and one touch ball, right? Yep. But what he can't do is the one twos he's do with Oba, right? Yep, and keep going. And so if 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 the offense is predicated on Nico and Clint doing one twos like Clint and Oba used to do, then like it's not going to happen. Gonna happen. No. But if the offense can be driven by Nico building with other people and then Clint making late runs into the box and scoring that like scoring with that late run, so so essentially. Mm-hmm. The reason why Clint is vanishing from the plus, national team plus scene. Plus an outlet pass, right? Right. Yeah. Is, is, is Pulisic, right? And if you look at Pulisic's goals he's scoring, his goals look exactly like the same goals that Clint mm-hmm. was scoring for Fulham. Absolutely. It's the late run into the box, smash and grab, take your money and run, right? Uh, but those aren't the goals that Clint's been scoring with, with the Sounders. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that Schmetzer faces a challenge to integrate Clint into the offense with Ladero. Uh, but yeah, Clint's not going to change. And like, and the fact that we all know he's not going to change is the strike against him. Like, damn well, him for that. Well, mm-hmm. he's not going to change, and he's not going to. He he is going to change. He's gonna he's gonna constrict. It's why he's going to get. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. the change is him getting worse over time. Yep. I didn't want to say worse, but he yeah. will. Like, he is. He is getting worse. Yep. Like we talked last week, you know, we actually have a healthy team mm-hmm. going into New York, and uh, healthy and New rested York team. Is not well, rested. Yep. What well, we'll see. I mean, Torres just scored the other night. He's yeah. got to fly back. Well, I go back and forth on this because also, like, Clint's goal dangerous. Like, he hit the crossbar twice against uh, Vancouver. And, like, mm-hmm. th- that, those are each a quarter inch from being goals. And so, uh, I don't know. I, he plays. No, I mean, he's still he's still in your best 11. Yep. Right? He's still one of the best players out there. We still move the ball really well with him. I, I just yeah. think it's up to Nico. Also, Not up to him, but it, it's going to take time. And yeah. Nico's got to figure out how to play with him. I think I still think Nico Ladero is a very, very good player. I don't think all of a sudden he just fell off a cliff and he's terrible. I've been real curious as to why he hasn't been playing well. I I can see Clint Dempsey being the reason for that or figuring out how to play with Clint Dempsey being the reason for that. But, yeah, it's just going to take time then for Nico to figure it out and play with him. And I think, yeah, and and all I'm saying is I think your hypothesis is going to bear out that that once stability happens and once they actually start spending some Mm -hmm. meaningful time together minutes on the field, they're going to be in great shape. You get Bruin up front. You get Jomo out wide. You get Kovar or Ship or I don't know who's the most dangerous guy out there. But and then Ladero floating around and running around in there too, yep. making those overlaps. Um, you know, or you know Dempsey floating around in there too. So maybe you take Ship or Kovar out, and Dempsey's one of those guys floating around in there. That's still pretty dangerous. Bruin, so- Jomo, Dempsey, Ladero, right? That's your front four. Yeah. Well, so NYFC is sitting on 24 points right now. Uh, they played 15 games, seven wins, five losses, and three draws. We're clearly going to put up our it's like what 1.8 oh, points per. I don't know, accountant. Yeah, <laughs> we're clearly planning on playing our number one, our our A plus lineup mm-hmm. because we started nobody mm-hmm. in the Open Cup game. What are our chances against them in Yankee Stadium? We should have. I mean, we should have started our first team versus. Portland, just so we get used to the tight yeah. confines of Yankee Stadium. So I was going to say, it's a small field. That's too, not wrong. Right? Yeah, that's not a bad. Yeah, well, that's not a bad take. Uh, what do you think, Tim? No, I think uh, hopefully it's a long flight out to uh, New York, and you know, uh, uh, 
Dempsey and Nico can either sit next to each other or uh, wear a get along T-shirt and <laughs> find do some trust falls and shit. Yeah, yeah share falls, share a Fremont logger on the uh, yeah. Fremont IPA on the uh, flight mm-hmm. on Alaska absolutely, Airlines. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that I think just having everybody together will be will be much better. Uh, we're healthy, and then the interplay. The part of the give and goes that we're not doing is the go part. You know, I give you a pass. I have to continue that run, and then. Dempsey will find you, but if nobody's, conti- they're just giving the ball to Dempsey and watching, then uh, the Clint Noble show is is not going to be resurrected. I saw that the Travel Monkeys already in town, so I wonder when's the team flying out. Like, if they're flying out, I, hopefully they flew out today, get some rest in them, right, mm-hmm. and get acclimated because that 10 a.m. start time for us is really early. But like, I if we can get a point away at New York, that's awesome news. If we get three points, I'm giddy, thrilled. Yeah. Yep. And Absolutely. we're back here midweek versus Orlando. Versus, wow. Yeah, versus DYFC. I just looked this up. This is Peter Vermees said. I don't know if this is accurate, but it's 68 by 106. At Starfire? Is, is that? No, NYCFC. What? what? <laughs> oh, and then, okay, I might have to do some math here real quick, but the playing field is 7,700 square yards where other smallish fields are 8,250. So, yeah, I mean... I don't know the exact math. They're playing on tennis court, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is really small. Like, I wouldn't, when I was coaching youth, I would look at that field and go, that's really small. That, I, that's that that's a tight lawn field. Equivalent in, in Redmond. Oh. What's the shortest Spice. What's the shortest adult field that, that uh, you know, the. Yeah, it'd probably be like Grasslawn, I think. I haven't been there in a while, but yeah. Well, so here's the crazy thing to me is I, I fully remember listening to Soccer Morning like three years ago, right? That music, though. And oh, the music. The intro good. music was bomb. Yeah. R.I.P. Jason Davis. Uh, He's so, still alive. Fine. R.I.P. Jason Davis is a show. Yep. J- Jason Davis was at the game at Starfire. Shut up. Was he? Yeah. Did you no. run into him? Yeah. Wait, he was there. Well, you, you weren't there because you couldn't have run into in him because you were. Like live tweeting or. or I would have loved to talk to him. If I'd have known that, I would have approached him. I feel bad for him because he came out for that game. <laughs> oh, man. So, but I, I remember. Oh, no, don't hate Three years ago. Davis. That dude's bomb. No, no, th- no, not. I feel bad for him because he came to watch that turd. Three years ago, Jason <laughs> Davis Starfire. was talking about the stadium situation with NYCFC, and we've seen zero progress on that. Nope. Like, they're going to be playing on Yankee Stadium until 2020. Yep. No Sox like, Stadium. Nope. No, just continue the contract and make it terrible. At one point, there was talk about them building a stadium. Uh, out by the horse track is at Belmont out there, mm-hmm. right? And then they were like, "No, no, 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 no." The oh, Cosmos are building out there, right? And then like they were going to co-locate, but the the, the fact Cosmos that fold. they folded, but then came back from the dead. So they're a zombie team. Uh, they're playing in NSL, which is a zombie league. Like I have, I have, uh, you are not a legitimate soccer league if you don't have a team west of the Mississippi. Oh, sorry, no, that's right. That's right. There's a team in San Francisco now, but like whatever. No, screw the NSL. Uh, Point being that there's been zero progress, zero announcements, zero anything from NYCFC. And by the way, they are flush with golf money. Yep. And You'll so, always be <laughs> Man City B. If you're sitting on oceans and oceans of golf money and can't get a stadium built, like it's it's, it's not going to happen. Right. Right? And so That just means there's a will. There's no will. There's a lack of will to make it happen. They're going to continue playing in a baseball stadium with high school soccer dimensions. And like honestly, it's one of the biggest failings of Garber's administration. Hmm, that's saying a lot. You know, what do they have in Biggest common? Is, is Garber. Fine. Wow. Chivas, too. Yeah. Between the Qatar <laughs> World Cup, it was all about the, all about the cash. Yep. And um, uh, NYCFC, same. I, I really want a second team in New York. 
and I don't want the Cosmos. So it's how Manchester City skirts the um, skirts the money rules. Yep, the FIFA money rules. Well, and so you know they have a team in uh, Australia too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that's Remember. honestly shouts to, to to City for being no, Starbucks. No, no shouts to City. Fine, <laughs> um, not, not shouts. Um, I'm not even an EPL person. I'm like fuck Man City. My fine. My inner a hole appreciates <laughs> the fact that they manipulate the roster rules and the fair play rules set on the EPL by having satellite teams in mm-hmm. the United States and Australia. Yep. They make Manchester United look pure. And so one thing innocent. I haven't one thing I haven't seen is or one thing I don't know much about is how much fluidity is there between those uh between those satellite teams as much as they want there to be honestly none there's no fluidity not like like players or they're not moving around um i don't think so they're moving money there's some loans like it's not like a farm system oh don't ask me that don't ask me to know the nycfc (laughs) roster for god's sakes no i i just haven't heard of it there have been okay there have been players loaned down for sure okay i'd have to look that up okay i've been playing close paying close enough attention i know the money side of it it's shady well, I don't know that much. And but. if they get loaned down, that has impacts on MLS caps too. So there are some mm-hmm. there are some some internal league rules that keep that sort of thing from being abused to some extent, right? So I recognize I brought this up, but I promise you our audience does not care about this at all about NYFCFC roster compliance things. So here's the thing. Fair enough. All right. So we're playing them uh, on Saturday. Unlimited potential yes. with a limited audience. <laughs> we're playing them on Saturday. Yeah. Um, what are our thoughts on the match? So run through the roster again, Timbo. Oh, I just close it. I, oh I man. I wish they had Josh Saunders, but we don't have. Here's the real question: Have they learned to play defense yet? Because my experience—I'm not going to front like I have a lot of experience watching this team, but every mm. game I've ever watched in Yankee Stadium has been. It, I'll say this: Bet the over. They're they're yeah yeah. Bet no, the over. They're, they're they're completely an offensive team. And in they're fact, part of that offensive MLS. In uh, fact, Bovada, I'm going so on. So let's right look now. at their past four. So, <laughs> so they lost at Atlanta three to one May 28th. Tied the Revs two two May 28th. A few days later, can yeah, I just, just say looking at their past four over oh, two wait, and a half? Yeah, June, yeah, bet the June over. June third, uh-huh. they beat Philadelphia Union. Which Philadelphia Union actually had been, I think, playing pretty well up to that point. Um, They just lost to the Red Bulls in the U.S. Open Cup, 1-0, playing their full lineup. Where was that game played? Um, Not Yankee Stadium. Red Bull Arena. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, they're tough at home. That's a weird field. we got to travel. It's always hard going east for any team in any sport. So, that'll be tough. I'd love to see... I mean, I'd probably take a draw just because on the road heading east. Sure. Um, but if we have our first choice full strength team out there, man, I'd love to see a road win. Two I just, I really, I could really see them pulling off. Yeah, yeah. like a two one or yeah. a one zero. Yeah, yeah. Although it'll it, be a the shutout on that field would be tough. But man, I'd take a two one or a one zero. I could, I could see that happening. I, you know, I could see it going the other way too. But I'll go two yeah. ones out. So there. be a squeaker for the degenerate gamblers out there. Uh, it's NYCFC minus one half, Ooh. and the over is at three. Yeah. So two one, two one Sounders. No, I bet the over. Are you? I bet the over. Going three two Sounders. Three two, three two. Inshallah, four one. Ooh. God wow. willing, the creek don't rise. <laughs> <laughs> All then, right. I'm so, going two one Sounders. That's my prediction. So what are we, you guys going? Uh, g- give me three two. I'll say three two. Okay. Well, so I said two one first, but I'll go say I'll say three one. We can then. say the same score. No, I know. I'm just saying. Wait, are we are okay. we gonna write these down and remember these now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. Why not? Okay. Right. I'll do it right now. Steve. Okay. So you're three, saying a grand one. slam? I'm saying three two. Nate. 
three, two. He wouldn't say we're both writing it down, by Kevin, the way. <laughs> well, because he won't bring it back. <laughs> Kevin, he two, called out one. your responsibility. He said you are not a responsible person. <laughs> That's not what I said at all. He did. He pointed right at you and said you are not responsible. I, now I feel bad. I love and, you, Tim. By the I'm way, I'm going to go ahead on Bovada and take the Sounders plus a half and the over. What's the, how much? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah. All right, great. Are you, are you betting on sports right now? Quiet. Oh, sorry. Timbo. It's it's uh it's play money though. That's right. Bovada yeah. won't let you parlay it. Yeah, no parlay. That sucks. I'm okay with a grand slam and a. I don't uh, know what that means. Perfect game. We're t- baseball terminology. A grand slam is four runs. Yeah. Okay. So how many goals then does that translate to? Uh, we're gonna pitch a perfect game. Wow! wow. I like Four it. Nil. I love the confidence. Sean so clean sheet from Stephen Fry on the short field. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Stephen Fry. Thank you for mentioning. He is oh. now a U.S. citizen. He is. Pass that test. Merka. Merka. Has he not, been sworn in? Uh, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's good to go. Merka. the picture with Mur-ka. the flag draped over him I and saw everything. that. No, I, I, so you're right. I saw my that. My dude Stephen knows Fry. marketing. Yeah, I saw baby. In a Superman outfit. So Bruce nice. Arena. That's right. I tweeted Bruce Arena to take notice. Well, so remember, Fry was in the U.S. camp but got injured. So he's been mm-hmm. with the camp before. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, he yep. Can, well, so was Kutamane. And after watching Brad Guzan play... I, I feel like we could use another Ooh. keeper. Can I just say also, bad Jessica Gonzalez. Just back bad on Bovada, you can get Sounders plus two seventy five. So, right. That's that's a that's a good bet. That's a good bet, ladies and gentlemen. If you are into illegal betting at Mad Oak, um, it's not illegal because well, it's a well, it's a Latvian website mm, via a Chinese bank mm, and a sovereign native tribe. Yeah, of Canada. okay. So we've got several legal proxies. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, Bet five wins thirteen, fam. Five wins thirteen. Five wins thirteen. All right, baby. And if you can, you can't parlay it. You can't parlay it. Damn! I wish you could parlay that stuff with you like a I... straight up man. The over five pays four. Right, that stinks. So just bet. over five pays four. No, no, no. The over on the over of three, five pays four. Okay, we're right. over the heads of all of our audience now. No, actually, <laughs> a lot of gamblers right now are going oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling 275 is a really good Sounders uh, money line bet. So I'm on it. go for it, baby. Yep. All right, everybody. So, next item up for bids after the break will be Orlando City and Pride Night here in Seattle, Washington. You mean DUIFC? Wow. It's going to come back. Check Kyle Aaron. Kyle Aaron. Next time, fam, get an Uber. Yeah. I'm sorry, don't get Uber. Get a lift. Chickens are going to come home to roost here on the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, it's that end. From the Battery to the top of Manhattan. Asian, Middle Eastern, and Latin. Black, white, New York, you make it happen. Brownstones, water towers, trees, skyscrapers. Riders, prize fighters, and Wall Street traders. We come together on the subway cars. Diversity unified, whoever you are. Uh. We doing fine on the one and nine line. On the L, we doing 12. Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, and Staten From the Battery to the top of Manhattan 
with the LSD. Get my BBDs from BIM. You know I'm repping Manhattan the best I can. Stop all the sneaker bars. Got thrown out. Sneaking in at 4 a.m. After going out, it didn't rob me in the park. At the end, I walked. But everybody started looting when the lights went off. From the south, south, walks on out to Queensbridge. From Highlands, Queens, right down to Bay Bridge. From Castle Hill to the Lower East Side. From 1010 Winds to Hey, welcome back to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. I am Steve Kettleson. I'm still here with Nate Poling, Tim Hamilton, and Kevin's got to leave here in a minute, but we want to talk a little bit about Orlando City and Pride Night coming up in Seattle. Gotta put the kids to bed, it's Kevin. It's my bedtime. Yeah, well, you know, he has children and they play soccer and things. I have and responsibilities. Need, yes, of course. And he's a great teacher and he's a new Yeah, some of us are still teaching. And, yeah. Oh. 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 Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Okay. Okay. Cross the bow, baby. Yeah, Cross right, the right. bow. Okay, so what does Orlando City look like next Wednesday? Well, they're not going to be as rested. They're not going to have Kyle Laren. Hey, and so Whoop. he's their most dangerous player. Am I wrong? So what happened to Kyle Laren? No, Nathan? I think uh, Kyle Laren was pulled over, uh, and he was getting his Tiger Woods on over the limit. Oh, oh. but Tiger Woods had a zero zero. He blew a zero zero. Nathan. Yeah, because you don't blow pills. Hey. Oh. And so they're down there. Bob Saget drop here in like three seconds, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so they're down their best attacking player, and their second best attacking player is Kaka, who's, I think, older than me. And so yeah. if they're He's coming. still good, but yeah. If they're coming from Orlando. So, okay, just, just like fundamental non-soccer things. As somebody who's made the flight from Seattle to Orlando, the flight from Orlando to Seattle is just as far. <laughs> Like, and they're coming midweek. Mm-hmm. We need to beat them at home. We do. I agree. No, no, no. I completely don't, agree. Don't even think about this, Stephen. No, no. Well, well okay. I'm just thinking about. It. Of course, we need to beat them at home. Of course, we need to beat them at home. Especially However, midweek. Yes. Um, flying west is a hell of a lot better than flying east. It is. But midweek, missing your best attacking threat, going across the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to win that game. Do they play Saturday? Yes. Yes. Against who? I just had that. Uh, Montreal Impact. There you go. Where? Ooh. Where? It's got to be uh, out of Orlando. In Orlando. Yeah. No. We we need to beat them. Mm-hmm. Like, is we, it too early for score predictions? We have no idea who we're going to start. Yeah, no, gonna, I think it's too early for score predictions. But like we've given up too many points at home at this point. Like we need to start getting some dubs at home. And I'll assuming that we have a healthy Torres, a healthy Marshall. Praying for a healthy Evans mm-hmm. and a healthy Jones with that mm-hmm. back line. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a win at home. I'm right sorry. on. That's a win at home. A win at home on Pride Night. Yeah. Um, all right. We would like to open it up to listener questions at this point. And how many listener questions do we have? Yeah, it's at not this questions. Point, Eins! We yeah, have that one means one. Listener, listener question. <laughs> that's one. Uh, listeners, be better, do better. Please, yeah, no. Uh, shout we uh, we send a little shout out on the Twitter. We started doing that uh, prior to uh, a couple hours prior. So if you want to talk to us, uh, not directly, but on Twitter, and ask us a question or uh, give us some perspective that 
Uh, if you want to call us out on some bullshit, whatever you want to do, just there's plenty of that us. to call us yeah, out. Absolutely, on. just at us at floundersbteam.com. I'm sorry, at floundersbteam. Uh, you can reach out to us on floundersbteam.com. Make a comment on one of the one of the podcast postings. Uh, do whatever you like, or you can just uh, hashtag flounders, and we will find you for your questions. So, Feedback one question we have from J W Engelhart. Well, hello J W Engelhart. Hey, sorry, at J.W. Englehart. We know J.W. Englehart. If you could only pick one flounder, would it be your podcast or the fish from Little Mermaid? I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag flounders. <laughs> I'll take the question <laughs> off the air. Can I say just really fast before we answer Englehart? Uh-huh. I had a great day today. Mm-hmm. I had a 4.30 meeting mm-hmm. that got canceled. Uh-huh. So That's I said, you know day. what? I'm going to go get sushi. Mm-hmm. And I went and had sushi in Manhattan. And what did I have? Flounder. And it was delicious. And then I went home and took a nap and then came here. And that's so, a great day. Who are you telling, fam? Man. <laughs> right? Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Work, work, work. <laughs> Meeting canceled. Sushi, a Manhattan, a, Manhattan. a nap, record a podcast. White fish and a nap. Man, when Can't I grow up, it. I want to be you. That is <laughs> you <know>. awesome. <laughs> so the answer is The Little Mermaid was made in 1990. Who cares? Yeah. Mid-90s. Yeah. I picked the podcast. Man. Podcast all day. Absolutely. All day, every day. I want inappropriate Tim takes. Oh, <laughs> Easter eggs, man! Easter eggs. I like the Easter eggs. I hide them for you guys to find later. <laughs> Just whisper them. I want cat rants. I want cat rants. I want cat laughs. I want yes. No, nobody wants cat laughs. No, everybody wants cat laughs. I want Back cat on laughs. The show. As you an inappropriate, that. awkward laugher myself, oh. I need a good cat laugh and I need a good cat rant. And I do want um, a cat rant. Yeah, you had that miss, reggaeton horn. You Peterson. need a cat oh. rant. We're racing to pull up the reggaeton. Oh, we need more. You just need to be able to mimic her laugh. Get her laugh on tape. Get her laugh, and then we can, you know, say something that is not funny, but then you can make her laugh at it. That sounds appropriate. Jeez, that's loud. It's really loud. It's really fucking loud. So can I, just one thing I'm really excited about, though, is that Mm -hmm. I'm feeling more hopeful about this franchise than I have in a spell. The Sounders franchise? Indeed. Yep. So winning the Open Cup, headed to NYCFC. Yep considerably more healthy than we've been. Yes. Mm. Kovar back looking spry and like shame on me for being having Kovar be hope. Uh, transfer window opening up in the near future. We got prospects. We bona fide. Home game against yeah. uh, Orlando. By the way, Orlando who gave up goals to Nelson Valdez in the regular season. Uh-huh. Ouch. Uh-huh. Ouch. Uh, and Orlando missing Kyle Laren because he can't call a lift. <laughs> Nelson Valdez shade, man. I can't fucking believe it. Do you know <laughs> Nelson? I, no, I love threw it. Okay. Love Regular Nelson season Valdez goal. But, okay, Let's be only, no. I talked so much shit about Nelson Valdez in the section last year that like, as soon as Nelson Valdez scored, 20 people literally <laughs> turned around and just gave me a look. I'm going to say when this. When he finally scored the goal, I'm like, man. What are you going to do? Nelson Valdez last season made three times as much as Dam- Dom Dwyer and twice as much as Fernando Adi and scored one more goal than me. <laughs> you told no lies. Where's the lie, no fam? Lies. Where's no, the lie? It's not. Like, no lies. Great guy. Like, I love what he does for the locker room. His uh, his Instagram stories were cute and uh-huh. shit, but like, nah. <laughs> the headband. Not about that life. Yep. Will, Will Bruin has come in and scored more goals than Nelson Valdez with a broken elbow and a... Yeah, just no. So I'm like I'm like one level below your enthusiasm. Kovar, okay, 
You, you, he'll come in and help. The yeah. flicks and tricks need to be put away. Thank and you. He this just is need, not an ooh, and one video. Yeah, ooh, that was bad. Yeah, he just needs to pass. Like the 57th minute? He, yeah. That back kill went to <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Cut it, it out. It was closer Where'd to me. Go? Yeah. No way. No way. <laughs> and when you said transfer window opening, yes, give us a third start-worthy center back, and I'll be way happier. Yeah. My center back came in a winger and a forward. Yes. But we can buy a center back with Tan. Add on to that. Yes. No, no, no. I want a third center back and a winger and a forward. Talk, I want right. all three of them. Well, we talked about that, right? Can't we have resource constraints? Well, what, but, but I don't know what our budget looks like because I don't run I, the books for can, Sounders. But can I say it's an indictment of Garth though mm-hmm. that two years ago we went out during the transfer window and got a winger, even shits, mm-hmm. a forward Valdez, and a center back Torres, and now we're basically asking for what? All well, they're old though. But, right, right. But those just, are old dudes. But, but not Torres. This but this idea even that it's in Valdez. Can can we bury the idea that we shouldn't fix our roster in the off season and instead fix it mid season? Like I, I I don't like being crappy through the first half of the season and then making like mid season. I agree with you. My no, one hundred percent agree. With you. My heart cannot handle it. What was Lagerway doing in the off season then? You got Ship and Bruin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- those guys will help. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, but. You know, Bruin really is not your starting number nine. He nope. shouldn't be your starting number nine. And Ship agreed shouldn't be a starter either. Bruin scores goals with one arm tied behind his back. <laughs> I, but he's not your championship starting number nine. I, I've I said those exact words two weeks ago. You're yeah, spot on. Yeah. So those are great pickups. They give us depth. But man, we need some. We need some actual quality. And where you need it, and where you're going to win championships, center back. Striker, and a crafty winger that can get the ball to that number nine, right? All right. Those are your highest paid positions. I'm giving you guys homework. You guys have homework. The answer is the Mexican League. It's summertime. Well, it is. It's Mexican League in South America, but who? Find a who. I want one of those three-digit kids from Club America, we like got a, a number 184. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the three positions we want? Name Center back, now. striker, winger. Uh, Luis okay. Suarez is and the answer is not Wayne Rooney, damn it. <laughs> not Wayne Rooney. but Wayne Rooney and Chicharito. Who's Bring a- them both in. <laughs> um, check, please. I, if you can make that happen, and I, no, I, no, I will strike that devil's bargain. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I will strike that devil's bargain. You Peralta? get Wayne Rooney and Chicharito no. in here? Fuck They're it, both yeah. old. Let's do it. They're both old. No, look, you Chicharito's don't want for two put years. everybody on two-year contracts. Yeah, the value proposition is Chicharito's not that old. No. But Rooney's. But the value prop on Rooney's got some mileage on those legs. If the United fan can stop talking about Rooney for a moment, that'd be great. <laughs> Sorry, I, he's got so many trophies, it's hard to stop talking about uh, him. Check, please. Oh, good Lord. All right. Well, uh, it's been a great show. Thank you so much to Nate Bowling, Kevin Zamira, Tim Hamilton. I've been Steve Kettleson. You are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. <laughs>